Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place, because this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another BYN Breakdown. For those of you who are new to the show, or if you are just tuning into this particular episode for the first time, the BYN Breakdown, basically we are looking at past episodes, past guests, and kind of talking about the things that we learned, the things that we picked up from those episodes. And uh, we're going to be doing some deep dives into some really awesome episodes. But first, on this one, uh, it's going to be a little bit different of a format because we are right now at three full years of the podcast, which is pretty awesome for me to think about just because it, it seemed it really just seems like it was so... Um, I don't know. It seems like it was, it seems like it was so long ago, but it also seems like it happened pretty recently, which is a weird thing to say, I guess. But, uh, it definitely seems like this is something that, that has been in my mind for such a long time. And, uh, it's just crazy that three years now we've been putting out episodes and that, uh, and that this episode in particular is I think episode 447 of the show. I remember like getting to my first 50 episodes and thinking that was a lot. Um, and, uh, now coming up on three full years and 450 episodes of the show, um, just super excited, honestly, to, to be here and to, uh, and really thankful for anybody, uh, who's taken the time to listen to any of the shows. So if you're listening to this right now, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you, 
uh, for taking time out of your day to give us a shot. And uh, for those of you who've been with us since the beginning, can't thank you enough for the constant support and the constant encouragement uh, to show up episode after episode after episode and consume so much of the stuff and get involved in the community and all that kind of stuff, which by the way, if you aren't in the Facebook group, highly recommend go going and checking that out, which is going to be at travischapelcom slash group. Um, it's called the lounge and it's basically exactly what it sounds like. It's, you know, picture a networking lounge at an event. Um, we just want to have a bunch of people together getting to know each other on a, on a more consistent basis. And, uh, so we put that group together that Travis, slash group is where you can go find that. But yeah, so it's crazy. Three, three years of podcasting now, uh, which I know, I know if you're listening and you've ever put out a podcast episode, then you know how difficult it is to get to that point, especially cause we've been putting out three episodes a week the whole time. And it's just something that we're super proud of. So on this episode, I want to go into the three lessons that I've learned in three years of podcasting. Obviously, there's dozens of lessons that I've learned in three years of podcasting. But um, but on this episode, I want to go into three specific ones that I think are really tailored to those of you who listen to the show pretty frequently. So lesson number one is be patient, but also urgent. When I say that, it kind of seems contradictory uh, because being patient by definition is not really being urgent. But I say that because both things are required. You can't think that success is going to come right off the bat. You can't think that you're going to get a ton of listeners on your show immediately you can't fall into those traps because it's going to be extremely discouraging when you get six months in and you think that you've been doing this for a really long time and you're still not seeing any traction. You have to have that patience if you're going to make it past those times where you're six months in or where you're eight months in or you're 18 months in or two years in and you're just like, man, this just seems like nobody's ever paying attention to anything that I say. It seems like I'm not picking up any traction. It seems like you're, you just start getting in your own head if you don't have that long-term outlook, think I always tell people all the time, think about it 10 years, think about a decade, think about doing this for 10 years. Where is it going to be in 10 years? Think of the 10 year timeline and, uh, and that will really help you. So you have to be patient, but also you have to be urgent. You can't, you can't just think about the long term and, and never have any urgency to any of the actions that you're taking with the stuff that you're creating, regardless of what it is, if it's a podcast or if it's a business or um, it's any other form of content creation or um, if it's a relationship, like whatever it is, you can't just let things happen the way they're going to happen in the name of quote unquote being patient. That's also not how it works. You need to act as if you're shooting for those six month, like you have to act as if you're shooting for those 10 year goals in six months but have the patience to know that it's probably not going to come that quickly. And it's a, a difficult, a difficult line to, to straddle sometimes because, uh, because they do seem contradictory, but that's one of the biggest lessons that I've taken away is that you got to be patient and you got to think about the long term. but you also got to be urgent. You got to work hard and you got to set goals for yourself that maybe seem like they're unachievable or they're unattainable or they're a little bit out of your reach. Um, because if you can, if you can have that type of momentum built up, um, then you're probably going to see more success in other people. And that momentum will really carry you through a lot of those hard times. And a lot of people have heard me say success loves speed. And it's something that I learned early on in my career when I was doing a lot of direct sales, success loves speed and momentum builds on itself. It carries forward. 
And so if you don't ever act with urgency, then you're going to have too long of a gap between your wins to remember what the win felt like. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Let that sink in for a second. You're going to have too long of a gap between your wins to remember what the win feels like. So when you have all these losses, you are so far removed from the last win that you had because there was no urgency to reach your goals that you're probably just not going to stick in it very much longer because all you can remember in your recent memory is all the losses that you've had. Whereas if you're taking a lot of action and having a lot of urgency to that action, then you are still going to have a lot of failures, but the distance between the wins will be significantly shorter than it would be um, if if you didn't have that same level of urgency. And those that could be the very thing that will keep you going through the times when you don't want to keep going. It could be that that urgency, that uh, ability to get another win. Um, you know, so just as a quick example of what this could look like, if you are trying to get high quality guests on your show, like I was trying to do at the very beginning, you could reach out to, you know, you could reach out to five people a week, and and at that point, you know, after you've done it for three months. You have reached out to 20 people a month for three months, so 60 people roughly, give or take, 60 people. Now imagine reaching out to 60 people a month. Then over three months, you have reached out to 180 people to be a guest on your show. Which one do you think is going to provide better results? How many more wins do you think you're going to have the second way than the first way? And when you're reaching out to more people, it's a lot easier to continue doing that if you have some wins in like in you have some tally marks in the w column 
instead of a, just a bunch of tally marks in, in the, in the L column. And, uh, so be patient, but be urgent. Uh, it's definitely a balance between the two of those things. The second thing that I would say is a big lesson that I've learned over the course of the last three years. Don't focus on the goal itself. Focus on becoming the person that is capable of achieving the goal. This is something. This is really for all goal setting, and uh, this was reinforced to me recently through a through reading uh, rereading uh, James Clear's book Atomic Habits, which is I highly recommend. Don't focus on the goal. Focus on becoming the person that's capable of achieving those goals. A lot of times we can overwhelm ourselves by setting a new goal in a new direction and taking an uncomfortable action, like starting a podcast. I have no idea what a podcast could hold for me. I have no idea what a podcast could get uh, for my life. I have no idea if I could even make this happen. I like, will I have enough things to say? Will people pay attention to me? Are people going to make fun of me? Are people going to listen to me? Are people going to say yes to being a guest on my show? Do I have enough content to share with the world? Do people even care about the stuff that I want to share? Like there's so many things that prevent you from getting started. So when you finally take action and go that direction, you know, you have to, you have to be able to focus on the right goal. And if your goal is to hit a million downloads or to make a million dollars from your show or whatever, you know, whatever your individual goal is, then you have to understand that the person that you are right now today is not capable of reaching those goals. If it were easy, everybody would do it. It's not easy. You have to put in the reps. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the time to be able to get to the point where you are somebody that is capable of earning that kind of money on a podcast or getting those kind of listens or downloads on a podcast. The only way that it's going to happen otherwise is if you get super lucky, which is completely unduplicatable and not something that I would recommend and only leads to disappointment if, if that's the direction that you're going to go and you're only going to spend three or four months doing a podcast and you're going to give up or whatever it is, right? Just take, take podcast, substitute whatever, whatever you're working on. Don't focus on the goal. Focus on becoming the person that's capable of achieving that goal. So instead of, uh, instead of saying, I'm going to get a million downloads, maybe the goal is something like I'm going to go to every industry event that I can go to this year so that I can get to mo- get to know people who have a million downloads or have the result that I'm trying to achieve and see what type of work it took for them to reach the goal that they had to, to reach my goal that they've already met. And who are they? What kind of a person are they? And when I started my show, this is very much something that I had a pulse on. When I started my show, I did not like reading. I did not enjoy reading. I did not enjoy the personal development side of things. I did not enjoy um, the the morning rituals and routines. I didn't, there, there's so many things that I that, that weren't a part of my life back then, but I would listen to these podcast interviews and I would listen to these uh, these audiobooks and I, I would I would, I would hear all these successful people talking all the time about their morning routines and which book they read this week and uh, what, what their journal was like and all these different habits and these different routines that these people had picked up on over the course of their careers. And I started realizing that like, wow, I am not, I, I don't do any of those things. I don't do any of those things. How, how can I try to ch- achieve the same things that these people are achieving when I'm not willing to put in the same type of, type of work that these people have put in? over the period of time that they've been in this career. So you can't just focus on the goal. You can't just focus on the number. That's, that's when it gets overwhelming because you have no idea. If you're just starting out and you're a brand new podcaster, you have no idea how to get to a million downloads. 
And you shouldn't. You're brand new. You're a beginner. You don't know this. Like, it's not like it's something to be ashamed of. People get this idea that they have to be ashamed of their lack of knowledge in this field. But it's like, you're a beginner. You're just getting started. You don't have to be ashamed of anything. Just understand. Just have the have the self-awareness to understand that that is where you are and that that's okay, but everything's learnable. You can grow into the person that's capable of achieving those download numbers, but you have to be willing to put in the work to get to that point. And you can't just expect that you're going to get those download numbers because you put out a show. That's not enough action. You have to take that consistent action over a long period of time. And, uh, and you have to focus on becoming the person that's capable of achieving those goals. You have to Focus on the, the 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 daily habits, the routines, the things that you can uh, that you can teach yourself over a longer period of time, so that you can, in five years from now, look back on your journey and how far you've come, and be and you're a completely different person at that point. And maybe that new version of you will be capable of achieving the goals that you have set for yourself right now. So don't focus on the goal; focus on becoming the person that's capable of achieving those goals. Lastly. Take imperfect action. I added the word imperfect in there because a lot of people, like really the principle is take action, uh, not just taking imperfect action. But the reason I added the word imperfect in there is that a lot of people will hear take action and their initial thought is take motion. That's the first thing that they think. Motion and action is the same thing. Meaning that if you want to start a podcast, your action item for uh, that you think is taking action is going and researching how to start a podcast or, you know, jumping into a free course on podcasting. That is not the action. That is the motion. That puts things in motion in order for you to have a podcast. But bottom line is you can learn about podcasts all day long, but until you pick up a microphone and record an episode, you will not become a podcaster and you'll never get a million downloads. You have to take the action of doing the real thing and uh, and not just learning. And look, I'm a big advocate of learning. I'm a big advocate of doing your research. I'm a big advocate of buying courses and buying coaching and learning as much as you can. But don't let that be your excuse from actually picking up the microphone and recording an episode. You have to take action, regardless of if it's perfect action or imperfect action, meaning that if you're still not 100% sure how exactly the whole podcasting thing works, but you've done a little bit of research, don't let that lack of that, that knowledge gap prevent you from just publishing your first episode. One of the episodes that we'll be doing here on The Breakdown soon is actually my very first episode that I ever recorded. I never released it because I realized how bad it was and I went and hired a professional to do my voiceover and my introduction and edit and produce my show from that point going forward because it sucked so bad. We're going to release that episode soon because I want everybody to see that like this is you just got to do it. You just got to take action and taking action is going to be uh, it, it does a couple of things. First off, it provides tremendous clarity. In the absence of clarity, take action is another uh, rule that I try to live by. I mean, whenever you have a lack of clarity in your life, take action towards the things that you're thinking about. And a lot of times that'll clear things right up. Very recently that happened to me. Before I built my software, Guestio, I was looking at this new opportunity that would take me out of the podcasting and online marketing world completely and kind of put me back into the direct sales world, which I used to be a part of. And um, it seemed like good timing, seemed like good leadership, seemed like a lot of things were coming together. And I said yes to the opportunity and I worked it for about a week. And taking that action just for that week made me realize I don't want to be doing this. And it gave me complete clarity over something that if I would not have taken action, I probably would still be toiling over today. But because I took action toward that direction, I realized very quickly that that wasn't the direction that I needed to be headed. And then I started, uh, right after I stopped doing that, I started the software. 
and immediately realized that even though it cost me way more money and way more stress, that that was the direction that I needed to be headed in. That was what felt good. That was what felt right. And I knew that that was the direction I needed to start going. So you got to take action, take action in the direction that you are thinking about and you'll figure out really quickly if it's for you or if it's not for you. But the bottom line is if you're always just thinking, if you're always just in idea phase, if you're always just in the motion of just Googling something or reading a book about it, then you're never actually going to be that thing. You're never going to be able to achieve the result that you really want to achieve. You have to take action in the direction of your goal so that you can see what the next necessary action is going to be. And know that if you're starting in a new field, most of the action that you take is going to be imperfect. Most of it. Like you're probably not going to do anything super correct the first time that you do it. That's the part of the journey. That's the part of being good at something. And if, and if you're listening to this and you're looking at a new field, maybe, maybe you're a seven-figure uh, entrepreneur listening to this, but you're looking at jumping into the content creation space and that scares you a little bit because that's a new space to you. Good. Remember what it was like being at the very beginning of the industry that you're in and you're crushing right now? It was scary when you first got started in that, but that's part of life. That's part of, that's part of the beauty of being good at something is the amount of work that it takes to get to the top is, uh, you, you, and you just have to start taking action in that direction. So those would be the three lessons uh, for me that, that I wanted to share here today. Like I said, dozens and dozens of other lessons, and maybe we'll go into some of those things later on, but three lessons that I wanted to make sure I touched on today. Be patient, but urgent. Don't focus on the goal. Focus on becoming the person who's capable of achieving the goal and take imperfect action in the direction of your dreams. Those are the three lessons. Thanks so much for tuning in. I can't wait to do more of these BYN Breakdown episodes with you all. Well, that's it for today's show. If you want more advanced networking strategies, as well as an instant network upgrade, then consider partnering with my BYN Inner Circle Mastermind. There are already dozens of high-quality entrepreneurs in the group. There's dozens of video lessons on networking. There's monthly calls. There's accountability crews and more all for the low investment of just 99 bucks a month. So head over to byninnercircle.com to jump in. That's byninnercircle.com. Thanks so much for joining us on today's show. We'll see you next time. Remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.